It's not the critic that counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. And so his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Welcome to Crampin' My Style, the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. Last name Crampin', hence the name. Um, it's been a while since I've done one of these. Uh, kind of just going off the top here today. So bear with me if I fuck shit up. But I decided just to hop on and talk about a few things. There's my phone going off. Um, again, in the middle of a podcast. So today, I'm really just going to talk about what's been happening over the last, you know, couple of weeks. Nothing really huge um, besides NBA free agency. I guess I could start there. Nobody expected Kawhi Leonard to go to the uh, to the Clippers. Um, nobody expected. I mean, it, it was rumored rumor there at the beginning, but I mean, at the, you know, towards the end of the process, it was Lakers or Raptors. Me personally, I was hoping Lakers because I want to see LeBron James win some more championships. Um, but the whole Paul George fiasco, having you know, basically, I guess Kawhi said something to the effect of trade for Paul George and I will sign with you and that's what the Clippers did and the, and the, the Raptors couldn't do I guess um, and obviously the Lakers couldn't do it because they already had two stars so they didn't you know but shout out to Kawhi man I mean I was hoping he would join the Lakers to play with LeBron but if he wants to do his own thing with Paul George now the question is can Paul George uh, step up his game and you know, play like he was playing last year with Russ, and then they'll be a they'll be a formidable force in the West. I still think now that the Lakers got Anthony Davis, they got you know a determined Boogie Cousins. They got they still got Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo. I think the Lakers are now the front runner to win the championship. I called them in the playoffs last year, um, but obviously I didn't predict LeBron James getting hurt for twenty some odd games. So. It's uh, it's gonna be a good season. I can't really actually wait till the till the NBA season starts back up, even though it just ended last month. But uh, who else? Oh, uh, Kyrie and KD signed with the Brooklyn Nets. That's a shocker. Everybody really thought they was going to the Knicks. Um, I actually thought that Kyrie 
might have been able to go to the Knicks by himself. I, th- I, th- I figured KD would go to either Brooklyn or stay in Golden State, especially through the injury that happened in the finals. I think I thought KD would have taken his one-year option to stay with Golden State just to get you know his injury healed up because it's going to be all year before he gets injured anyway. I mean, before he gets healed anyway. And so you you know you might as well take the money, the most money from the Golden State for the year, and then sign with the team next year. Maybe sign with Kyrie with the Knicks or or Kyrie with the Nets or whoever do it next year. But he decided to go ahead and and, and sign with the Nets. That's going to be a formidable duo, definitely. Especially in New York City, where they really haven't had anything to talk about basketball basketball wise in a while. Although New York City is kind of upset that it ain't the Knicks, but you know, the Knicks are going to be they're going to be all right. They're not going to be any anything great anytime soon, but they'll they'll be okay. Um, now that bouncing off of that signing is D'Angelo Russell was traded from Brooklyn to the Warriors. Now that's an interesting trade because that's a loaded backcourt now with Clay Thompson resigning with Golden State and uh, with Steph Curry obviously ain't going anywhere. So I think they might have, I mean, and reports have come out that they might have to trade D'Angelo Russell when he's available to be traded. I think in January, I think he's able to be traded. But that gives Clay Thompson, I guess, the time to heal from his injury. But does he get traded, or do they, you know, just play a lot of small ball? You know, very, you know, no really, no, no big guys there down low. I mean, so we'll see how that's going to work out. Um, I would take D'Angelo Russell in Miami in January if they if they're going to think about trading him. If we can give up the right pieces for. D'Angelo Russell, where we don't have to really give up. I don't want to give up Bam, and I don't want to give up uh, our newest draft pick, Tyler Hero. He's he's playing damn good in the summer league, so I don't want to give him up either. Or Justice Winslow. Anybody else? And then obviously Jimmy Butler, who we traded for um, this offseason. So if we don't have to give up any of those three players, and we can get D'Angelo Russell mid-season January, you know, whenever he's able to be traded. Miami's back in a in a in a top spot. They're, I mean, they're going to be they're going to be good with Jimmy Butler. They're going to excuse me. They're going to be a, a top team in the East, maybe top five seat with with Jimmy Butler. And depending on how uh, Hero develops in his first year and how Bam develops, now they'll be traded Whiteside out of there. Which kind of disappoints me. I didn't really want to trade Whiteside, but I guess the rumors were that he wanted out anyway. So I don't want somebody who doesn't want to play for us. So as great as Whiteside was playing, if he doesn't want to play for us, then you know you got to go. Uh, there's a rumor that Chris Paul could be traded to Miami. Like I said, I mean, I I, I guess I'll take it. I'll take on that huge contract. Except, it, I don't want to give up anything. I don't want to give up any of the picks that we have or any of the, the, the young players we have for Chris Paul. They say Chris Paul is declining. I don't think it's exactly that. I think it was more of a fit with him and James Harden in Houston. 
I just think that, I, you know, it never worked. Or it never was going to work. But, um, so I don't think he's really declining. So I think he, if, if he could be that guy on the team, the leader on the team again, I think he'll get back to playing like Chris Paul, at least for the next couple of years, till he really does start to age. Um, but he's going to start the season with the Thunder. And well, that's what's going around because I don't think anybody's going to want to give up anything to trade for Paul. But, you know, we'll see. I'm, you know, Russell Westbrook to Houston, I think that's going to be a better fit than even though it's going to be the same kind of play style. I think it's going to be a better fit than Chris Paul was just because Russell and James have played before. They played together in Oklahoma City their first few years. So I think the end, and they're still best friends to this day. So I think that'll be a pretty decent fit. Houston will be all right out there in the West. Um, the NBA landscape has changed a lot, even just this offseason. I think they said like 40% of the NBA was free agents this year, which is crazy. And I think like, I think they said like most of those people signed with new teams. Excuse me, I'm drinking pink lemonade over here. But um, basically, the whole league has changed. There's not real super teams. You know, like Golden State had three superstars and, and two all-stars. You know, there, there's none of that. There could have been if Kawhi signed with the Lakers, but most of the teams got good duos now. It's a, it's a duo league. You got, you know, LeBron and AD. You got Steph and Clay. Even in Boston now, they got Kemba. Kemba and, and his Cantor. Um, you got, you know, Brooklyn, KD and Kyrie. You know, once KD comes back to full health. You got uh, Giannis and Chris Middleton in Milwaukee. You got and, and Russell, obviously Russell and James Harden. You got duos out there now, so the the, the parity in the league it has stepped up, and that's that's good. And if, if my like I said, if my team, you know, Miami can get another star or another or another halfway decent player, you know, we can make a run. Oh, and I forgot to obviously mention Philly, Ben Simmons, you know, Joel Embiid. I mean, that's that's an obvious mention, but uh, this it was crazy NBA offseason. So uh, I. I was entertained by it. I should. I might be entertained more by that offseason than this whole last NBA season period. So it's gonna make for a nice, uh, nice season. I think. I think it's gonna be one of the best seasons in recent memory. And I think LeBron gets back to the playoffs. I think the the Lakers come out of the West. That's just what I think. LeBron's not gonna, you know, just go down lightly. So after, so long as he stays healthy. I mean, he is stepping up there in age, so this could be, this injury could be a first of, you know, many. I hope not, because LeBron James is an athletic freaking monster. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, let's see what's next. NFL, you know, we're, we're, we're about to start training camp, I think. I think training camp starts here. Here soon, I, I can't get a date on it. Scrolling through the thing, but um, 
think I'm not going to give any rankings or anything just yet. Um, they're talking a lot about the Browns. Talking about uh, shit, most of the NFL conversation right now is the Madden ratings. All the players hate their ratings, but I guess uh, I guess EA changed the rating system this year, so great players. It's, it's not going to be the same um, as it has been, where you can be like a, a trash corner in Madden can keep up with, you know, Julio Jones is, you know, the best wide receiver in the league or one of. So, I mean, that's why the ratings are a little bit lower than, than years past. And, and a lot of the NFL players don't like that all that much. But, you know, it's a video game. We'll see how it turns out. I'll be playing it. But if I will say this, I won't, uh, I won't stick on the Madden topic too long. But if Madden... Um, doesn't improve the game this year, and I've heard the rumblings of the you know the new career mode and things of that nature. So I'm gonna pre-order it, and hopefully it's a big improvement because the last couple have just been annoying and and not really improving the gameplay at all. Like shit, I bet you I can bust out my NFL 2K5 and uh, you know play on the PlayStation 2 and, and have more fun than I did with the, you know, with these last couple Maddens. Don't get me wrong, I played them a lot, you know. Me and a couple of friends, you know, have some dynasties. But that's because it's Madden. Not because the gameplay is improved. So hopefully Madden, you know, wises up here. And, you know, or at least maybe for the next-gen consoles, you know, that are coming out here in the next, you know, however many years, five years, two years, I don't know. But hopefully it improves their gameplay or else I'm going to stop buying the Madden games because I, yeah, I just don't want to waste my money you know on a roster update I did get to start playing my NCAA football again I bought, you know I got a PS3 got the game got everything uh, it's uh, I, I'm still upset that they don't make those games anymore hopefully they can figure out a a settlement for college players so they can get back to making those games. But anyway, enough on video games. Um, back to back to NFL. Uh, basically, I, I'm just gonna go through the Bucks right now, just because I'm not, I'm not gonna do any rankings or any of that. But we did hire Bruce Arians as coach. Um, I love I love the hire. I love it. Um, so. We have no excuse now. We got the talent. And we had, by the way, Bruce Arians' first draft was pretty good too. Devin White out of LSU is, is a beast. Um, Sean Bunting out of Central Michigan in the corner. He's, he, he's, he's looking to be a monster here in, in, in mini camps and stuff. So, I mean, obviously we're going to give him, you know, a couple of years just like we gave the other coaches. But uh, now there's no excuse as far as from a fan's perspective. We have um, we have the talent. Jameis Winston is one of the most talented quarterbacks coming out of college. So Mike Evans, you know, Ronald Jones was a, a you know a, a beast running back at USC. Um, plus we got Peyton Barber, uh, Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard. Chris Godwin, 
and we got the quote unquote cancer off the team in Deshaun Jackson. Apparently he could never get it to work with Jameis Winston. So um, we, we, we're a little thin in secondary. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, with the new draft picks we, we collected, we get some talented defensive backs. We've always had a terrible, terrible, terrible pass defense. Now, I don't know if that was coaching or what, but there's no excuse now. We got talent on offense. We've been the most talented on offense the past couple of years. I think, I, well, we, I know last year we were number one for a while. I don't know if we ended up finishing number one, but I know we um, were number one for a while there last season. So I don't think there's any excuses anymore. We have our coach, we have the talent, we have, you know, his his coaching staff, his offensive and de defensive coordinators, Todd Bowles is a defensive coordinator, and he's, you know, one of the best coaches in football. So, I mean, what else do we need? We do need the fans to show up at the stadium. Shit, if I live close to the stadium, I'd probably show up to a few, uh, a few Bucks games. But, uh, you know, I don't live in Florida anymore, so it's, it, it's hard, obviously hard to go to Bucks games. But, um, you know, there's, yeah, like I said, no excuse. I think we, we can at least get 10 wins, 9, 10 wins to make the playoffs next year. We have to, we have to make the playoffs next year. If we don't make the playoffs next year, it's already off to a rough start. Um, I think, at least in my opinion, you know, other Bucks fans might feel different. With the talent we have, excuse me, there's no excuse. Oh, another one of our draft picks I actually liked, our uh, six-rounder, Scotty Miller. He's going to fit nicely into that Adam Humphreys role who we lost, you know, in the free agency. But hopefully the kicker we actually drafted in the fifth round can make some goddamn field goals because the last time we drafted a kicker was in the second round, Roberto Aguayo, and he couldn't make shit. So... Hopefully he can start making some making some kicks, and we because you know that's how we've lost a lot of our games is just you know, missed field goals. So um, what's next on the docket? I'm not I'm not gonna get too much into the NFL because it's it's training camps haven't fully started yet. I can't I don't remember the date like I said, but. Um, I guess we can get into a little bit of music. Why not? You know what I mean. Um, let's see, where's my where's my phone? Now? You know, I never did get to uh, send my condolences to Nipsey. You know, Nipsey Hussle's family. Um, I really I, I got into Nipsey late. Um, I listened to few songs off Crenshaw and then you know Victory Lap I, I, I downloaded and it was one of the best you know rap albums of last year um, so I'm, I'm upset plus you know all the stuff that he was doing for his community you know being from Slauson and Crenshaw you know right there at the corner that his shop was you know doing a bunch of stuff there he was putting people on. He was trying to get you know people out out the hood as well as you know doing stuff for as far as uh, 
the cops are concerned. You know, in meeting with police and trying to stop, you know, gang, you know, you know, cops, you know, when they just shooting on our black man for no reason. He was trying to, you know, be progressive and he was taken too soon. And so I send my condolences to, you know, Lauren, London, um, his kids, you know, the rest of his family. Um, I never did get to say that on a podcast since it's been a while, so I figured I'd say that. Um, my song of the summer uh, is that No Guidance, Chris Brown, Drake. That's my favorite song that's came out this summer. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's my favorite song in summer. It's a, it, you know it's a good vibe. Um, the lyrics, you know, about you know obviously Chris Brown and Drake, they're you know they're about a woman, so. I, you know, but but it's a good vibe. I think it's a song of the summer. Um, Kevin Gates has dropped a lot of music here lately. Uh, dropped a few, you know, few solo songs. Um, he dropped that only generals gonna understand EP, um, which he dropped a lot of them songs individually first, and then dropped the EP with I think two more songs. That that's pretty dope. Um, in the Drake, you know, he dropped his two songs from, uh, you know, the Raptors winning the championship. Soon as you know, as soon as they won the championship, the next day, I think it was, he dropped the, you know, Money in the Grave and Omerta. Um, Omerta was okay, or Omerta, however you want to pronounce it, but it was an okay song. It was probably a Drake throwaway, but that Money in the Grave song, it, it, it's up there with Song of the Summer for me. Um, with Rick Ross because you know Rick Ross killed it Drake killed it um, I think there should have been a little bit more bass in the song though like when I play it in the car it doesn't bump enough bass to me it sounds like that that beat wasn't mixed well and you know I'm not no expert producer or anything I, I you know I've dabbled a little bit on this uh, mixcraft thing but never you know never have I been a producer but it just seemed like that beat should have had more bass to it. But, uh, you know, whatever. Um, Old Town Road, remix with Billy Ray Cyrus. That's like my favorite song. Um, it came, well, the remix with Billy Ray Cyrus came out a while back. But it's, it's the number one song in the freaking world. Um, a lot of people hate it. A lot of people love it. I love it. It's entertaining. Um, shout out to a coworker, Marquise. Um, he showed me that. He showed me the original song, um, where it was just Lil Nas X on it. Um, and then Billy Ray Cyrus decided to be be cool and hop on it, and it, it blew up. Like it was out of torque. So that song is awesome. Um, let's see what else I got in music. There's that Get Up challenge. I see everybody doing the Get Up challenge. It's like another you know country rap dance challenge thing. It's on. Facebook and it's pretty dope. A couple of those videos are pretty dope. Um, as far as the the rapidy rap rappers, I guess if you want to call them the, the MCs, the you know the elite MCs of the game, the Eminems, the you know Jonah Lucas. Uh, M has been a lot more frequent. He's got the you know the homicide feature with you know with Logic and the uh, the Remember the Name with Ed Sheeran and Fifty Cent. That's a good record. I think 50, 50 Cent's verse was a little off. It seemed like he just wanted to get it done and over with. 
but Eminem and Ed Sheeran killed it. So that's a good record if you want to check it out. Remember the name. It's off uh, Ed Sheeran's new album. Just came out a couple days ago. Um, what else? Uh, Trunk Music 3 dropped a couple months ago. That's pretty good if you like Yellow Wolf. Uh, it's not his best project, but it, it's really it's really dope. Um, oh, the Jonah Lucas still waiting on ADHD because uh, he's got an M feature on there, but he's dropped a few tracks off the album so far. You got I Isis with Logic, which is extremely dope. You got um, yeah, the wordplay and then you know Logic. Even though I don't listen to a lot of Logic, I was a fan of his very first album, um, Under Pressure, and so when I'll give him a listen, and he he killed his his feature on on that Joiner record that on ISIS that shit was insanity, um, as well as the Homicide record with him off his own album, he killed that too. Um, but anyways, Joyner dropped that song. He dropped uh, Devil's Work, which is a really, really, really good song. Um, talking about, you know, bringing a bunch of the people that didn't deserve to die, bringing them back and taking certain people. Why why would God take certain good people yet leave these, you know, pieces of trash on earth? Um, so that's, that's a great record if you want to check it out. I'm really looking forward to his album, ADHD. Not to mention, he said he's got an M feature on there, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, anything else musically that I really want to talk about? Nah, n nothing new, anyways. I've been I've been listening to a lot of old old plies um, recently for some reason, um, or you know, even more recently, I've been a little bit in my feelings. So I've been going back and listening to. A couple of uh, favorite songs that I have with somebody, and or you know, a bunch of R&B records, just because you know I've been in my feelings a little bit lately. But you know, we'll see how far that goes. I, I'm just, I love listening to me. Any, any, even if I'm in my feelings, I feel like I can listen to any, any music. I just like music in general. Like I wish I could just listen to music all day instead of having to go to work. And bullshit. So, um, nothing really else I want to talk about. Oh, as far as the Bucks, going back to the Bucks, I am looking and getting into a autographed uh, Warren Sapp jersey, the Creamsicle jersey. I've always liked the Creamsicle jerseys from, you know, before my time as a Bucks fan, but I've always liked those jerseys. When they brought them back in 2010, I thought it was dope. So I'm looking to get an autographed Warren Sapp creamsicle jersey right now as we speak. It's probably why my phone was going off. Um, so I'm looking into getting that from a dude off Facebook here, actually in Virginia. So he's actually right up the road, I think it said on Facebook. So looking forward to getting that. That's awesome. Um, I guess I can talk about a little bit of wrestling. Um, the last few you know pay-per-views have been kind of mediocre um so i'm not gonna get into too much of that uh, i did like from this last one i liked the undertaker and roman reigns teaming up for the first time which you know brings him back to the rivalry that i witnessed live at wrestlemania 33 a couple years ago so 
they teamed up for the first time to face Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. Uh, a lot of people have mixed feelings about Shane McMahon being in the main event and stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, if he can do it, it's entertaining to me. Shane's always entertained me over my whole lifetime as a wrestling fan. So, um, and Undertaker, look, you know, after that, I don't want to talk about it. But that Goldberg match at the couple pay-per-views ago was really shitty. I think that was more on Goldberg. He knocked himself out, you know, headbutting the door and headbutting the uh, ring post during the match. Like, he gave himself a concussion. And, you know, Taker can't. You know, it's it's takes two to tango in a wrestling ring, and you can't so th and you can't do it by yourself. So that's why I put most of the blame on that on Goldberg. Um, so, but Taker looked great in this last match with uh, teaming with Roman. So I want to see more Taker. Obviously, he's you know my favorite wrestler. He's been my favorite wrestler since forever. Um, I did like the Braun Strowman and, and Bobby Lashley feud. I think that's that's pretty uh, pretty good entertainment uh, when they uh, Ron tackled Bobby through the through the uh, Titantron board. That shit was you know pretty crazy. Um, speaking of that, I think that's more towards the Paul Heyman side of things. Uh, Paul Heyman is taking over the production of Raw to see if they can get the ratings back up. Um, Eric Bischoff is taking over the production rating of SmackDown. And these aren't storyline positions. These are, you know, back behind the scenes positions. So it looks like WWE is trying to change to improve its product now that they got some competition in all elite wrestling, which is Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega, and somebody else. They started their own wrestling company with the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, Tony Khan. So they got his billions of dollars or however much money that man has. They got his money backing. They got the fans backing. A lot of fans, you know, like the independent scene, what Cody and them were doing on the independent scene. So they got the fan base. Now they just got to provide the product, which I think they go on TNT. They said either Tuesday or Wednesday. They don't. I don't think they've decided on a date yet in October. So um, I've watched a couple of the shows that they've had so far, and I I, I do like what they're putting out. So. Maybe maybe it'll give uh, WWE some more competition and wrestling will get back to what it was in, you know, 97, 98, 99, 2000, you know, early 2000s. I'm hoping it gets back to that. Um, plus, you know, they do got the, defec the defection from John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose in WWE. He went from WWE to All Elite Wrestling. So, and a lot of fans followed him there. That's... You know, so we'll see how the wrestling world shakes up over the next few months. Um, but it's it's looking like it might be pretty good again. What else? Is there anything else I want to talk about? I don't think so. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you listening. Um, like I said, I always say I don't know how often I'm going to do these. Um, work has just been crazy lately you know 70 hour work weeks never fun never fun um but somebody gotta do it so uh plus i just haven't had the energy like i said i've been my feelings a little bit so it's been a while and hopefully it's not as long from this one to the next one um because i do when i do do them 
I do enjoy it. Like I was just sitting in my room and then I just hopped on the mic to record this shit. So, um, I feel like if you know y'all really want to listen to it, then you know obviously most of the people that listen to this know me personally, and they can get a hold of me. So appreciate the listen, and I will catch you guys down the road.